How are we all doing, everybody? Um, just me to start the stream right now. I think Isaac's going to hop on in a little bit. Um, I'll just kind of get right into it. So looking at this Padres-Dodgers game one, um, I think this is one where we looked at it and we said, okay, well, where's the big matchup in this one? Um, and it was starting pitching the difference between Clev and Urias heading into this game against each other. Um, in Clev, he had a 9-6-9 ERA coming into the game, and Urias had a 1-5 ERA. And that was the difference in the game, the two starters in this one. Um, and I'll, I'll go through the starters right now, and then I'll get into some, some other stuff after. One thing I do want to mention, the Padres bullpen, before I get into the starters, the Padres bullpen was terrific. Um, they went five and a third and didn't allow a hit, um, which is absolutely incredible. I you literally can't ask for more. Um, but you still come away with a loss in this one. I see a lot of people in the chat talking about, like, hey, don't feel too bad about this one. Um, this one's just kind of on Clev. Like, the team looked pretty good, fought back. I mean, I agree, but like when you're in the playoffs, the margin for error is so small that you can't really take a loss like this early on. Like when you have a bullpen pitch that well, um, I thought I thought this. I honestly I felt this loss hurt even more. Um, not because they didn't look good. I, I feel like they looked pretty solid outside of Clev, right? But I feel like it hurts even more just because where like where I'm looking at is like you gotta get away. You you gotta take this game. Um, so that's kind of my initial thoughts on it. Uh, when we look at the the Urias Clev matchup, I think this is one where, dude, it's it's tough because you saw Urias, Clev is missing his spots consistently. Clev looked terrible, man, and like he's missing his spots over and over and over. Now up until the the end of Urias's start, Urias was missing, but if he was missing, he was either missing way off the plate or he was barely missing off the zone, and a lot of times the Padres were swinging. So, I, I mean, that's the difference in this one. That, like. Look at the offense. You look at how guys are performing. Um, I, dude, honestly, I right off when off Kim's bat, that one kind of hurt. Um, the two ones I think that hurt on the comeback are Kim barely got under that pitch, and the Will Myers ball, um, the liner to second, the one hopper to second had a exit velocity of 100, 100 over 100 miles an hour, and basically the expected batting average on that one was uh, 650. So that one hurts a lot on the on the double play. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was also a good game. I, I it's a it's um, it's I don't know. I'm, I'm looking through comments right here. Um, we're very close to getting blown out. They end up, yeah, they end up coming back close. I see Roseman right here. I think this is super accurate. Um, and like yeah, like I'm not trying to be like negative on it, but my whole thing for this series is that you have to take at least one of these two games. If you do not take one of these two games in LA, it is a ridiculously hard uphill battle. You're playing the best team in the league. You have to win tomorrow. Tomorrow is a must-win game. And the problem with it is because, I, like I said, I don't think you played bad. I think you fought back. I think it was pretty solid. But you're in a must-win game against Kershaw, and that is tough. And it's especially tough when pretty much – I mean, the offense, I wouldn't say the offense delivered, but I thought they did all right against Urias. You miss a couple big-time chances in that one like late on, later on in the game, which sucks. But the relief pitching was so dominant, and it felt like it kind of got spoiled just because of club start. Um I don't know, but but let let me um let me know what you guys are thinking in the comments here. Um, uh, Lionel says uh, you guys had your chances. Got to play close to perfect against the blue crew. The blue crew. Jesus can't talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think so as well. Um, Steve says you got to give the Dodgers pin some some credit too. Yeah, both bullpens tonight looked really good. Um, and I, honestly, like Urias usually looks even a little bit better, but I still thought he looked pretty good in this one. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, it's, it's just tough. I, I just felt like it, you wasted the bullpen and I hate feeling like that because it's like, you want to, you like, yes, you want to praise them for, for one kind of part of it, but 
it, it hurts. It hurts. So, um, Hack says uh, their pitching isn't better, and we have a way better lineup if they pitch the a four. And we had you, we would win. To be honest, I'm thinking about seeing we win the next three. I mean, I think the Padres you could whip off, rip off three in a row, but like the margin for error is very small in this series. Um, I think that Darvish has to play really well tomorrow. Darvish has to play well, and you have to be able to hit off Kershaw. Um, the good thing is the Padres have hit lefties pretty well. The problem is that Kershaw has been super hot lately and Kershaw's, you know, one of, one of the, he basically the best pitcher I've ever seen in, in, in my life. Um, so it's tough. I mean, you got your, you got your work cut out for you in, in this upcoming game. Um, but I, I think the Padres lineup looked like they hung, like, like they were, they were playing well. Um, yeah. Roseman, you've got to go hard to, to beat Kershaw. hundred percent agree. Um, Angel says that it's sad to say, but we looked out class out class against the Dodgers. But we we just look out class against the Dodgers. I didn't feel like that in this game. I felt like that in other games as well. It felt like early on it seemed like that. Um, but if I mean, if you take if you take away Mike Clevenger, who we knew had really bad numbers against the Dodgers, we knew he had struggled against them. Outside of that, you you scored three and your bullpen was perfect. Your your bullpen threw a no hitter. Um, so yeah. And Manai and Clevin, you just can't throw Manai and Clevin against against the Dodgers. It just does not work. Um, um, bottom of the batting order, once again, showing up. Dude, the bottom of the batting order this postseason has been absolutely crazy good. Like, I think we talked about it so much. Like, oh, you know, Noah's basically like an automatic out and has no power. Grisham, he doesn't really produce at all. And then you look at the series and you go, well, Grisham's balling out of his mind. Noah's been super clutch. Um Guy, like those two guys have played really well. Those guys have probably been the best bats on the team up to this point um, in terms of the lineup. So that's been a really, really big part for this postseason, and that's got to keep up because you got to keep hit. You got to you got to play well. You got to put up at least a few runs against against Kershaw on this one, um, and you need a, an excellent start from you, Darvish, to to win game two. If you if you can win game two though, if and that's this is what I was saying when we were doing the preview. But if you can win one of those first two games in LA, you have a really, really good shot because when you go back to San Diego, it's, I believe it's Anderson and Anderson and Gonsolin, I think for the Dodgers. And then you have the two guys who pitch the best at home in Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove. So right now the Padres season is basically being determined on can their three starters come out and ball out. And they can. They absolutely are capable of doing that. We've seen that. We saw that last series. I know Snell didn't, but I, I mean, I still have faith in Snell. Um, but we saw Darvish and Musgrove look really good. Now, granted, the Mets lineup is not as good as the Dodgers, but still, they looked really good in the playoff atmosphere on the road um, in a very, very loud playoff atmosphere, especially for Darvish. I mean, they were screaming at Darvish when when that, that game started. Um, but you got to hit the Dodgers pitching staff. And and they did tonight. They, they did well enough against Urias. If I'm looking at Urias' game of like, okay, what's a kind of a very positive game? I, I feel like this was a good enough game against Urias because Urias has been really, really good against the Padres this season. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm gonna look through some of these. Um, what's up with Soto? I mean, I thought Soto looked all right. I mean, Soto's been Soto's put up decent enough numbers in the postseason. You'd love to see him get some some bombs, but I, you you that's what you really want to see from Soto lately. Um, uh, Bob Melvin says Snell's pitching the third game. Yeah, I mean I'm nervous for Snell too, and that's why that's why it's really scary because like Snell can be so up and down that if you go down 0-2 and you have Snell in a do or die game, like, one I mean we talked about this. Snell's typically a big game pitcher. He did not he was completely off against the Mets, but it's also not the first time that we've seen Snell come in and look really off. So a little bit tough there. Um, 
yeah, that's let's see. Be positive. This team showed some fight. Um, if we look at the starting pitching, has pitched the best in Dodger Stadium this year. It's you, absolutely. That's uh, from from Drew, from Drew here. Um, I I completely agree with this statement. Um, the team definitely did show some fight. I mean, they had a had a lot of like a lot of opportunities um, late in the game, and that's where you really wish with it, they would have capitalized. Um, I already brought up on that Myers ball, but that Myers ball was absolutely torched, and like you just kind of hit it to the wrong spot. Like that's that's a hit over fifty percent of the time. So like it's tough. That was kind of a hang with them right there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're banking hard on, on you Darvish to come out and look really, really good tomorrow. Can he do it? hundred percent. We know that you Darvish is capable of that. Um, but if you lose, you're down 0-2 and you're in a huge hole and yeah, in theory, you could still come back and you can rip off three wins, but ripping off three wins against the best team in the league is, is tough. So I, I view tomorrow as a must win. And, and when we come on the stream afterwards, I'm going to say that as well. I'm going to say, okay, look, this is a must win right here. Um, that's kind of where I'm at on the, on the whole situation there. Um, Blake is, is the guy that rotation, in my opinion, hard to not say, um, Darvish, but they'll both dominate usual. I mean, yeah, we, we need the, we need the three guys that have been the rocks in the rotation this season to go out and pitch three consecutive baller games. I brought it up before my kind of prediction of the series. I said, I said, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to go to game five. I said, I think it's going to either go three ways. I think one, you're gonna see the Padres take two against two in LA and just kind of ride the momentum and sweep the Padres. Or you're going to see the Padres take one of two against LA, and you're going to see them come home and win both those games at home. We have seen how electric Petco Park has been this year, um, and, I, and I think that I think that's the two paths that this can go. So, in that, if me saying that, that's my opinion on it. That means tomorrow is is a do or die game. Um, so I think it's I think all the pressure on the world for you, Darvish. But do we? I mean, we could definitely bring Musgrove into the discussion. But is there another guy that you'd rather have in a do or die game than than you, Darvish, this year? In my opinion, I'd rather have you, Darvish. We had some question marks about him coming into the, the season, um, just in terms of more like health-related stuff and like if he was going to bounce back, if the sticky stuff kind of had affected him since he had kind of had a resurgence later on in his career. And you, Darvish, was way better than pretty much anyone probably would have expected this season. And he came out in the first playoff game of the year and absolutely pumped and looked awesome. So um, we're, we're rocking with you. I mean, and, and I'm happy to be rocking with you. I, I don't think you'd want to be in a different spot. Um, being where you're pitching you Darvish in a, in a, in my opinion, in a must win game. A um, couple of other comments. Um, any chance we see playoff Kershaw tomorrow? Uh, we better hope so, man. <laughs> we, we better hope so. So I know that I know that he's had some good starts and stuff, but he's also had some, some pretty rough moments in the postseason. Um, Sean says props to Pierce Johnson tonight. He was solid. Yeah. Pierce looked really, really good. Uh, Pierce hit Pierce's curveball sometimes just looks unhittable. Tonight looked unhittable and he was getting generated a lot of swings and misses at it. Um, a lot of stuff out of the zone. Uh, Dodgers guys were chasing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Pierce looked awesome. I mean, the whole bullpen looked awesome. But, yeah, I, I, I think Pierce was especially good. Um, Kim just missed that last pitch. I mean, yeah, you saw him do the little jump at the end after he hit it. And, oh, dude, that one. Same with Manny the inning before. I thought Manny hit it out. And it was like a complete moonshot. So that's probably why it didn't go out. But I, I thought Manny hit it out um, off the bat just because I actually thought he hit it kind of foul. But it was I thought it was going to have the distance. Um, and he ends up, it ends up not going out. Uh, Dodger fan here going to be a hell of a series. I can see uh, Betts and Freeman hitting. I can't see Betts and Freeman hitting as bad as they did tonight, but you could probably say the same thing about Machado. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's, I think that's super fair. Um, Machado had one hit that little dribbler, but Soto didn't have a hit. Profar didn't have a hit. Drury slash Bell didn't have a hit. Like you didn't have a hit. And then after that, every single person in your lineup. So you're one through four combined to go. Oh, for 15. 
your your one through four combined to go zero for fifteen, and then the bottom of your lineup had seven or six hits. So the bottom lineup did really good, and they also got on base a couple times. Or no, no one one walk, one walk by Soto all game. That's gonna hurt you. Um, but still, they were still able to get Urias out kind of early. Let's see how many pitches did Urias finish with. Um, Urias went. Uh, I don't know why it's not telling me here. Okay, for some reason it's not telling me. <laughs> um, but Urias, like he was. Decently high in his pitch count. He went five innings and threw, I, think, I want to say he's like right around like 80 pitches. Um, so I, I, I like I said, I thought they did fine against Urias. You put up three runs against Urias in five innings. That's pretty good. Um, because Urias is one of the best in the game. Um, I remember when the Giants won three in a row to win a playoff series. Tomorrow is not a must win. I mean, oh yeah, I mean they could definitely do it. That's just kind of my thought on the whole series. I think that you just gotta you gotta get some momentum going back to San Diego. And I think if you do get some momentum, I think it, it means a lot for this team. Um, what well, what are the questions you guys got here about this team? I'm I'm trying to think of some guys. Uh, I once oh once one thing I didn't think they should have started Cronenworth today. They did start Cronenworth and he had two knocks. So props to him. I mean, I thought they were gonna put Drury. I, I thought they should have put Drury at second. They ended up bringing Drury in and having Bell pinch hit. I think that made honestly probably made a little bit more sense just because you would have a, a significant drop off in terms of defense. Um, but it seems like they're kind of just using Drury as he's gonna come in and I'm expecting them to pretty much run back with the exact same lineup tomorrow and probably put Drury maybe clean up, maybe, maybe fifth, honestly, because Myers hit a bomb and he also had a lot of hard contact. Like dude, Myers has Myers has one hit this postseason and he is absolutely tearing the cover off the baseball right now. So I, I honestly, I'm feeling for Myers right now, dude. He is, he is killing the ball. Um, the air was also, that was a big time error too, with the bases loaded from him, but he ended up, he ends up coming back redeeming himself in, in this one. Um, Soto Machano have to produce if we're going to win these games. Yeah, I, I I think so too. I mean, we've kind of been waiting for like the the Soto like get super hot, have the the crazy blow up game because that's typically how his performances go. Um, he'll be pretty up and down for the most part, and then he'll be in spots where you know pretty up and down, like I said, and then he'll just have insane hot stretches. We need a hot stretch from Juan Soto desperately. That's that's what we need for this that's this playoff run. We've We've seen Grisham bounce back. We've seen Nola play really, really well. Um, also, both both Grisham and Nola right now are hitting 455 in the playoffs. I, I don't think anyone would have uh, would have guessed that one. Isaac, how's it going, man? What's up, man? What, what, are your huh? own, what are your overall thoughts? I was saying, I I feel like this one kind of like a lot of people are like, hey, the team played pretty well and like more in like a I would say a pretty positive atmosphere, but. I feel like it makes it worse because the bullpen pitched so well and you kind of got it spoiled. That's my that's my thought. Not to be negative, but like it's hard to lose a game one like that. I think I mean, other than this first part being the biggest the next after this part, the next part is the biggest takeaway. The first part is I don't want to see Mike Clevenger throw another game in a Padres uniform. I'm done. I'm done with it. He looks horrendous. I mean, I just I just don't understand. Every time Someone hit, uh, uh, got a hit for power, whether it was a home run, double in the gap, whatever it was. It was consistently a fastball leaking in the in the inner lower half of the plate, consistently every single time. And he kept throwing it. He threw it three or four times, and not he didn't only throw it three or four times. But what I mean is, three or four times he threw that same exact pitch, and it got rocked. Um, for someone that has a six a six pitch mix. 
he sure kept throwing the same pitch and same result. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't good to see Mike Clevenger go out there and get rocked like that. And I was a little more optimistic because I was like, you know, 10 days rest, um, hopefully. And, and I saw his stats when he was more rested, and I was a little hopeful for him. Uh, that was foolish of me because clearly he goes out there and looks – he honestly looked horrific. And, I mean, three innings, you, you didn't really give your chance to win at all. The game was – the game fell over by the time he already came out of the game. So he he definitely did not put the Padres in a position to win, whereas you, the bullpen goes out there and allows, what, no hits? No hits, no runs. Insane. Like six, Insane seven The bullpen looked amazing. The bullpen did their part, whereas if Clevenger just did the bare minimum, you guys got to remember, all we were asking for was like two times around the lineup, four innings. We said like two runs. I said- I said four innings, two runs. That's what you yeah. got. It, like, I'd be super happy. We would have been happy with that. That's a win. He couldn't even do that. He couldn't even do that. It was horrible. That was a horrific performance from Mike Clevenger, especially coming from a guy who who said, we don't need a superstar. If you're going to say you don't need a superstar, you better play like a superstar. Because that was horrific. And one of the comments we got under under something that was commented on our on our Twitter was, Joe Musgrove did the same thing. Yeah, bro. Joe Musgrove just went out in an elimination game, tossed seven innings with only one hit, one hit allowed. This guy went in and allowed five earned run, five earned runs. Granted, it was the best offense in baseball, but it's not like he looked good doing it. It's not like it was just one bad pitch. It was horrible pitch after horrible pitch after horrible pitch. So that was that was bad. That was bad. Um, and, another and also with with that too. I mean, for me, like I was looking at it and I was just thinking of like kind of like him like like matched up against Arias. When Arias is mis- missing, he's either barely missing or he's missing super high or super low intentionally. Clev is just consistently just missing, missing his spots. Yeah, he's just missing. Stuff's leaking over the heart of the plate or it's way off the plate and he's like like lost and then like he falls behind in the count. Dude, early on in the game, he was falling behind in the count almost every single time. Yep. Um, And I know obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but I was thinking about it. Dude, imagine if we would have just went out with the bullpen in the game. Yeah. I know I know hindsight's yeah. 20. It's not really the way to do it, but like it's just so crazy, man. Cause like that game three against the Mets put us in such a trash position, man. That was the thing. That was why game two was so big. So you can have Musgrove go this one, but is what it is. Um that 2019 NLDS, the Washington Nationals lost 6-0 in that first game. So there's still some hope. There's still some hope. Um granted, you wanted to leave LA one and one. Which means tomorrow's a, a must win. Let me tell you. If okay. the Padres, I was going to ask. That was my next question for you, bro. <laughs> it is a must win tomorrow. Because let me tell you, if the Padres go back down 2-0 to what's going to be the most excited Padres fan base maybe ever, a team that's uh, a fan base that's been waiting for 16 years for this moment. If you go back down 2-0, that is the biggest disappointment. That would be the biggest disappointment of the season. You cannot do that. That is That would be a horrible, horrible way to go back to San Diego. And... That that would honestly make a lot of fans mad. I, really, the only way you can go back to San Diego is one and one, and have a fired up crowd with Blake Snell on the bump. Because right now, both you Darvish and Blake Snell give you a solid chance to win these next two games. Hopefully, we're able to take it tomorrow. I mean, everyone talks about postseason Kershaw, but Kershaw against the Padres is not exactly a matchup you want. Kershaw destroys the Padres. Um, even that game we won in what was it, twenty twenty one? Only reason we won was because Fernando hit two bombs off him and he's not in the lineup anymore. So, I mean, that kind of brings me to my 
Okay, yeah, that kind of brings me to my next point, actually. Top of the lineup needs to produce more, man. Consistently, ever since game two or game three, it's been the bottom of the lineup each time. It's been Trent Grisham. It's been Austin Nola. A little bit of dash of Hassan Kim. That can't be the case anymore. Josh Bell cannot go up there with no outs, come in the game in an advantageous matchup, and strike out. That absolutely cannot happen. Will Myers gets a pass. I mean, that that ball he hit had an expected batting average of 650. Hit at 100 miles per hour. I mean, there's nothing you can really do about that. You know, that's just that's just baseball. That's unfortunate. Um, but Josh Bell, you that is unex that is inexcusable, man. You can't do that. I understand it's baseball. Things like that are going to happen, but. You're trying to gain the momentum back, man. You're trying to get into the game. You know, you're trying to put up a fight and you get your two best hitters on base and you blow it. You know, we didn't score any runs in that inning. And that's ultimately one of the biggest reasons why it was a three to five ball game instead of five to five or whatever you want, whatever it could have been. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, full, top of top lineups got to produce more. Um, other than that, I thought it was a solid performance by the Padres. I thought they, you know, come the last two innings of Urias's uh outing I thought they put together some really good at bats I noticed in that last inning where they put up three runs they really were able to put us together great at bats and get his pitch count up and I thought that was a solid showing by the Padres at the plate in that inning at least and I mean overall I thought it was a solid showing by the Padres um just a starting pitcher really just a, a, a solid starting pitcher away from quite possibly winning that game. And that's going to be one of the main points of the Padres this offseason is you need you need to get another pitcher that can that can honestly hang with the Dodgers because Sean and I and Mike Clevenger have proven unworthy. Yeah, I mean, that's super true. Um, also, you're talking about the top of the lineup. So let's just say that the Machado dribbler doesn't count as a hit and he got out. Yep. He didn't, all right? He didn't. But if that was the case, they would have went 0-15, 0-15. They can't do and that. I, yeah. I brought that up earlier because I was like, yeah, see what the, the bottom lineup looked pretty good tonight. Like, what did the top lineup look like? And I pulled the box where I was like, well, kind of as you would expect right there. And, like, you know, Cronworth had two hits. We had talked about not starting him and having Drury start over him. Um, I think it made sense what they did with Drury and Bell. Like, I, I, I think they're probably going to do the same thing tomorrow. I think mm-hmm. it, it does make sense, but you just got to produce, man. Kim looked – I mean, Kim was exciting. Uh, mostly – dude, I thought, he, I thought he got that last one. Not, not that he got it. I thought Manny got the one in the eighth out. I know, me but too. the last one, Kim was Kim was just barely under it, dude. That one hurts. He just missed it. Yeah, Noah looks. Noah's been red hot. Grisham's yeah. been red hot. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the guys at the bottom of the order are really producing, but like mm-hmm. you said, the top of the order is not producing enough. Nope. Um, and people people in the chat were saying, you know, like we we, we got to see Soto kind of ball out and stuff. I mean, I, I I feel that too. Like, and I don't think Soto like looks bad or anything like that, or is like sucked or anything along those lines. But we just got to see that like explosion of power from him, that super hot streak. And we were talking about before, dude. We needed this series, dude. We this is the series where Soto needs to just absolutely deliver. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure he. I don't know. I'm sure he feels a lot of pressure from it. But like, he's also been in these high leverage situations. I still think yeah, his approach man. looks good. I didn't think he looked bad or anything like that. But you just got to start producing in terms of power. I feel like all the stars, all the stars feel pressure in the situation, man. I mean, it's. This is everyone knows the postseason is where these legends, where these stars are made. This is where your your name be. I mean, Juan Soto's already house, a household name, but he got his household name in the postseason. I mean, this is where you're supposed to come up big, you know. So even if there's pressure, you got to produce. Um, 
but top of lineup, it's inexcusable to go, you know, one for 15, over 15, whatever it is. I, I just that that can't happen. You their top of the lineup, Trey Turner hits a well, he got like two or three hits today, all of them extra base hits. I don't quite remember if Mookie Betts did anything very good. Freddie Freeman, I don't think did anything very good either. But top to bottom, you gotta remember that's just a very good lineup. If you're gonna if you're gonna compete with that lineup, you can't have your top, you can't have your best guys go over 15. That's that's not gonna happen. This is the type of series that's gonna be won by your stars. And the stars didn't show up tonight. So the stars gotta show up for the next and and you know, this isn't me ripping Manny or Juan Soto or any or Josh Bell or anything like that. It's being true, it's being real, you know, like it's important to be able to notify this kind of stuff so that way that way you know there's no i don't want to blame the wrong player or anything and i'm not blaming any of these players specifically i understand baseball is a very hard game and understand that you know it it can be very hard to come through in these situations it's actually like two or three out of 20 or 30 percent chance that you are going to come through you know it can be very rare um but in games like these against a team like that you have to come through so uh, you know, these next few games, that, that's got to change for sure. The top of the lineup has to start producing. Um, going to be very important to get at least three runs on the board against Kershaw, get him out early, get to that bullpen who used, what, four? I mean, we did too, but who used four or five arms today. Um, get to that bullpen and and go back to San Diego 1-1, man. We don't deserve to for that for our team to come back 2-0, come back down 2-0. Yeah, no, that that's kind of that's – that's the same stuff I've been kind of – bringing up is that I said heading into this series, like you have to take, you have to take one of the first two games. And if you don't, it's going to be really, really tough. But if you do take one of the first two games, I'm extremely confident in Musgrove and Stell at home. I'm, I'm confident you can take it in four if you win tomorrow, which would be three straight wins, which is tough. But like, we also knew that this was the, this was probably the most unlikely game of the entire series to win just because of clubs numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Kim, Kim was awesome. Um, yeah, Soto's uh, playing as at a just above average as a just above average player. I mean, yeah, and it's not to rip Soto or like you were saying to rip Machado or anyone like that. It's just like yeah, it's if you're going to move real, on, man. if you're going to make it in the playoffs, those guys are going to have to produce. Yeah, like yeah, we like the Grisham. The Grisham stuff was awesome. Don't get me wrong, but like we're going to need more than than Grisham and Nola at the, in the eight nine spot to. To, to make a long playoff run. So yeah. I think that's going to be part of the difference. I also think that, I mean, if you can just ride, if the other thing is if Darvish Snell and Musgrove just kind of completely show out and dominate in these next three games, you can win all three of them. And that's yeah. what's cool about the playoffs too. Um, but your work's good out for you when you're playing the best team in the league. Like that's just, yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. So mm-hmm. I don't have too much more because Isaac, I was talking for a while on my own. <laughs> Um, it's getting pretty late here. It's almost 2 a.m. Uh, but yeah. what else you got? What else are kind of your takeaways or kind of like, and also, and before we go, we got to do quick uh, keys to the game for tomorrow as well. But any, any last yeah. takeaways for this? Um, they pitched their ace while we had to pitch our number four. I think that's the best thing is that, you know, they, they, we got their ace out of the way in game one and we still got our ace going tomorrow and two other ace worthy, ace worthy pitchers going the next two days. So, um, I think that's a bright spot to where you were able to get that out of the way and you didn't look entirely bad facing him. Thank you, Olivia. Appreciate that. Um, you didn't look entirely bad facing him. Um, outside of Trey Turner and Will Smith, I don't think the Dodgers had the best at-bats. I think um, it was a little a little different this time around where the Dodgers, yeah, they were kind of still fouling off a lot of pitches, but 
they were still kind of swinging at pitches out of the zone and it was a little uncharacteristic um it was a little uncharacteristic against uh for them to do that against the Padres because it seems like every time they face the Padres they go super saiyan um but nonetheless that's what kind of happens when you know that as, as much as you know people don't want to say it's a rivalry or whatnot you could definitely tell there's a little bit of tense there's a little bit of tensity in there so um other than that, though, yeah, I, I don't think the Dodgers had exactly the best at-bats. Um, Trey Turner and Will Smith definitely put them on their back and and really capitalized on the opportunities that they were given, whether it be with runners in scoring position or not. Max Muncy had a hit. Um, I think I forgot who else had a hit. Let me check. Gavin Lux, I think. Gavin Lux had a hit. Um, so it's not like, you know, it's not like you, it's not like you got dominated. I really don't think they got dominated. Um, both of them had around the same amount of hits. Um, any other, yeah, I, yeah, (laughs) don't get me started on Clev again, man. I'm begging you. Don't get me started on Clev again. Um, but yeah, um, I, I just, I don't really know what else to say. I thought the Padres played some good baseball. I thought the Dodgers played some solid baseball also. And, um, really the, the biggest difference was that we threw a guy out there that has a 10 ERA against that team. And they threw a guy out there that, is one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. So um, we need to turn the tide tomorrow. We need, we need to turn the tide tomorrow. Absolutely, 100%. So keys for the game for tomorrow. I think we can start with the pitching matchup. I see the first one is one key for tomorrow is going to be you, Darvish. 100%, dude. You, Darvish, has to go out there and play really well. And the reason why you, Darvish, has to play really well is because since Clayton Kershaw has been back from the I.L., he has had a sub two ERA and he has looked really, really good. Um, I know that Kershaw has kind of like, you know, the playoff Kershaw stuff. I'm be honest. I don't buy too much into that kind of stuff. No. People say the same thing about Manny. I, I don't put a lot of stock into that. Mm-mm. Clayton Kershaw is still a phenomenal pitcher. So mm-hmm. similar to what we saw tonight with the Padres lineup. If you can get that guy to go five, six innings and you can get a couple runs on him and you can get to the bullpen and, and you get a big inning. Like the big thing is getting the big inning. They got three today. You probably need another one of those. You had you got a little bit unlucky on the. I mean, it's hard to say like unlucky, but like Myers smoked the ball for the double play. Like, and it was a great play. It was a great, great turn double play. But you have to really capitalize, and you have to work the pitch count. Um, we saw the Padres in a little like calling time thing a little bit again to kind of start. I, I feel like they were kind of getting to areas a little bit. Um, they need to do that again. Darvish needs to go out and pump. You need to get a similar performance from the bullpen, and you have to get Kershaw out early. You don't need to go out there and rock Kershaw or anything like that. I, I don't think that's like, in my opinion, I think that's just a little bit unrealistic. Um, but you have to go and you have to get Kershaw out of the game. You have to control the count. You have to control your at bats. Um, and when the Padres are able to do that, they look they look really good at the plate. When they're not able to do that, they look lost. And the Dodgers rotation, the whole thing is that they just pound the strike zone. So you're going to have to go out there. You're going to have to foul a lot of pitches. You're going to have to have a lot of long at-bats. And you're just going to kind of keep surviving in these at-bats. Like um, when they brought Bob Melvin on, they basically said, he said like, yeah, I mean, like what do you think about clubs outing? He's like, well, it's just tough. Like they can't foul off pitches. And like, you know, eventually they're going to start, they're going to, they're going to produce. Like yeah. they just kept fouling off pitches over and over again. The Potters have to have to do similar to that um, in this next game. But a- any keys to you that are, that are really standing out? I know those are kind of broad too. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it wasn't as wasn't as bad as the the announcing today. They're like, yeah, so like, 
So this team needs to score more runs than the other team. It was, dude, it was it was bad. Like the the national broadcast sometimes are embarrassing. This one yeah, was, this one was yeah. terrible. They suck. <laughs> one of the things I heard in the pregame from A Rod was, uh, Poppy, Big Poppy, uh, what would you tell the Padres if you were in their situation right now, where they've lost you know fifteen games to the Dodgers, and it was, we need to play better, man. Oh shit, I didn't know, <laughs> dude. And today the announcers were saying the most insane stuff. They basically said like, yeah, so like they said like Cliff, Cliff knows he gave up two, like, you know, he's sitting back there. He, he realizes he gave, he gave up two runs. It's like, Oh okay. really? He didn't know that. He, yeah. You, you think what was he lost? Was he confused? Oh, oh, he's not on the oh, mountain. Coach, I thought I only gave up one. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I was, um, you know, we were, I was laughing. Me and, they, me and my roommate were cracking up about it on my couch. <laughs> The the a key to to the game tomorrow, and it's gonna sound weird the way I phrase it, but the top needs to support the bottom. <laughs> the top needs to support the bottom, man. The top of the lineup needs to act like a top of the lineup. Seriously, like they they can't do this again. Um, this is gonna be a series where it's won by our stars, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, you know, Josh Bell. Like they need to come up big tomorrow and support the guys that have been, you know, essentially carrying the load since game two of of that Med series. Um, they were able to hit Scherzer really well. They were able to put up, you know, some good at bats against Degrom, hit Bassett really well. So I don't see why, and they even hit Urias pretty well tonight. Um, so I don't see why, you know, they can't do the same against Kershaw, even if he has been really good. Um, they got to they got to have that same type of offensive production, but it needs to come from the top of the lineup as well. Um, seven from Darvish, six or seven from Darvish. Uh, had to use a lot of bullpen arms today. Um, Darvish's career numbers against the Dodgers are very, very good. So hopefully, damn, my bad. Hopefully he's able to go out there and and um, you know get six or get a solid six or seven because we kind of saw the Dodgers today in, in a in a position where outside of Clevenger, they didn't really run up the pitch count on any of the start on any of the other pitchers. I thought all the other pitchers had very solid innings. Tim Hill, Nick Martinez, Pierce Johnson all had very fast innings. Um, so hopefully we get some more of that tomorrow where. It's a lot of soft contact and strikeouts for you, Darvish, and you know, fifteen pitches an inning type thing. Um, what's another key to the game? I feel like I feel like they should be more aggressive on the base paths, man. And I know it might be asking for a lot, but it's not like. And please, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't ever feel like is Will Smith really that much of a threat to so to to do anything crazy like a yachty type thing? I've I never felt that I way. Think so I've never felt that way. I saw I forgot who it was Gavin Lux playing so far behind second base, and I felt like there was a good runner on first today. I forgot who it was, but I was you know consistently saying steal, steal, steal because you got to remember this is not a team that hits for much power. You got to be able to swipe bags and get guys into scoring position as often as you can. Go swipe some bags. The pressure is on them. They are the heavy favorites. They are the heavyweight. Nobody expects anything from us. Go put the pressure on them because. You got to give yourself chances to win. You got to give yourself this chance to get guys into scoring position. So swipe some bags, man. Swipe some bags. Put the pressure on them because the pressure is on them as is. Yeah, and and one, I know this isn't, you're not stealing a bag here, but I did like the aggressiveness when Noah hit the sack fly into uh, into left, and it was, yeah, it was pretty and shallow, mm-hmm. and Kim comes home, and like I felt like, okay, that was like, that yeah, was that aggressiveness, but I, I like to see more of it too. I think that's mm-hmm. really good. Make um, them make the plays. I also saw, and I feel like this is kind of not really exactly like aggressiveness on the base pass, but kind of. 
Um, but I see uh, Kevin says he's expecting it, at least uh, three bunt hits tomorrow. I don't know about three. That's a lot. But I was going to say, I did really like when they started making an adjustment about midway through the game. And they started showing bunt all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if if you have Turner or Muncie at third, you dare them to make a play. Like, you yeah. dare them to make a play down the line. If Cam's up, if – I mean, Cronin's not – exceptionally fast but if he can lay down a decent like there's a lot of players on this team that can go there and lay down a button grisham we, we, we've seen how good grisham's in running um but i do think that that's like a, a similar way to kind of stay aggressive in terms of that just kind of like stealing a, like you're basically stealing a bag if you lay down a bunt in my opinion so i think that's another way you can kind of do it so maybe not even like just stealing but just a little bit of that sorry i just saw something saying someone on fox said when you're referring to this game when you're playing against your daddy, you need to try something different. Your dad knows what you're gonna do. Was it Frank Thomas? I don't. I don't know if it was Frank Do- Thomas or Poppy, but if Poppy said that, he shouldn't talk. The Yankees were his daddy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it like you know the game fell out of reach almost almost very fast. But truly, I don't feel like the Padres played bad enough to where I'm concerned for the rest of the series. Um, just. Play some loose, fun baseball, man. I feel like they they really have to remember they, they're a hot team coming in, man. They're a good team, too. Just because the other team put up 111 whatever wins, they got to realize they're a good team, too, right? I mean, I truly feel like this is the type of team that can that can beat them. Um, yeah, they, they just got to play some loose, free baseball, man. I feel like they play tense every time they play the Dodgers. Um, something happens to them, and we were talking about it. You know, something happens to them, so – they need to change that up. They need to play some loose, fun baseball because they got to realize they're the underdogs. Nobody expects them to win as is. They got nothing to lose. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Go in, win tomorrow, come back to San Diego with a 1-1 tie, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Take them to game five. Make them use their starting pitching. Make them use Urias on Sunday. Make them earn it. That's all I want. I don't expect any I – don't, I don't even expect you to win the series. I did say Padres in five. I would love to see that, but that is a damn good team that we're facing. Take them to five. Make them earn it. Make it go to the last inning. Make them use everything they got in this series so they don't win in the next. Do everything you can. Please, just take it to five. Yeah, and also, we were talking about this before, but um, you know, this is one where, like, I don't know, like, I feel like we talked about it being a must-win tomorrow. And I really do think it's a must. When you talk about coming back to San Diego with that that one one spot to really apply the pressure, you go oh two and you're you're dead in the water right there. Like that's that's yeah, fine. And, and mm-hmm. someone said, hey, like we've seen it. I forgot who, what the team was. It was I think it was the Cardinals or the Giants. They brought up that won three straight in the NLDS. Um, but yeah, like that's what you got to do, man. Like you you got to win tomorrow, and, and and Darvish has to play phenomenal. So all the pressure on you, Darvish. Um, if we have a key number one, I think it has to be him just because, you know, he's on the bump. Um, but I think a lot of the other stuff that we said is is pretty pretty important as well. So I think that's probably all we got today. Isaac, anything else you want to add? No. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow night. Um, I'll post this little key segment tomorrow in the morning. So if anyone's getting it, I guess if you're listening right now, you already got this. So, uh, But, yeah, all right, guys. Um, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good night. And hopefully we get a a U Darvish and a Padres bounce back win tomorrow. See y'all.